It's the Hip Hop Matrix Show. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. It's the Hip Hop Matrix Show with Jay Hall and DJ Academics. All I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. Let's get it. The Hip Hop Make the Show. Myself, Jay Hodge's brother right here, DJ Academics. What's up, my guy? Do, 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 do. 4537. I said, I don't know. That movie was just in my head for a second. What? All About the Benjamins. 45, 35, 27. 3547. Around so much. All about is, the Benjamins is a classic. Everything is classic. Yo, book them. You think everything is a classic? <laughs> you think Slurpees are classics? Slurpee is a classic. Slurpee is an American classic. Bro. I never said that, but I, I 100% agree with it. <laughs> There's nothing you don't think is that a classic, bro. I've never said that, I but I 100% you, agree. A Slurpee is an American classic. There's nothing. Like, all about the you Benjamins. Have a national food, you have a national chain that is founded off of a Slurpee. All about the Benjamins is not a classic. Yes, it is. It's a classic How comedy. It's a classic comedy. Where, where you 60 in? million. 60 million. Nobody makes a 60 million. about it. Nobody quotes it. Do, 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 do. Nobody knows what you're talking about, bro. People know. Everybody know. You just don't know. But right. that's okay. Right. Because you're not one of the cool kids. <laughs> that's, yeah, I wasn't one of the <laughs> You're not invited to the cookout, that's, that's, so. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> Speaking of cookout, how was your Thanksgiving? It was cool. Cook, that was a cook-in, though. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you had, did you have the big family thing this year? Or? Yeah, I, I host at my house. I host okay. at my house. And so how many people came through? It was like good 30. You had 30 people at your house? Yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. What, I mean, what's... Like, how long is this I mean, you got both sides, so I mean, yeah. Adds up quick. I guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, how, how long does it take to prepare that type of food? Does everyone just bring? I mean, you got some people bring, but you know, I wasn't cooking, so I mean, so they, all day they cooked. They cooked the day before, day that all day that day okay. until this time. So it takes a whole day. What's the food that's like one you look forward to every Thanksgiving? What's the food I look forward to Thanksgiving? Uh, now being an adult, I just look forward to just relaxing, just not even food, just chilling, just not having to leave the house, it's just being somebody that's always running around, just being able to just sit still all day and do nothing. Do you really relax during Thanksgiving? Because like that's the time where everybody's active and over your house and you got, you're having all these conversations and all this other stuff. I mean, I guess, but I, I don't know. I say, I guess it would be macaroni and cheese, something like that. I guess to answer your question, uh, yeah, macaroni and cheese, banana pudding. Yeah, I guess those my my, my go to. So mine is, and, and and do you before I even say what mine is, are those meals that you only have when Thanksgiving come? Like you don't have it no other time. Macaroni and cheese don't come around that often, but I have banana pudding all more often than that though. Okay, so mine is stuffing. What, let me say dressing and cranberry sauce. Not a stuffing person. I hate cranberry sauce. I think it's disgusting. What? Mr. Think Classic is everything? You don't like dressing, son? Yeah, yeah. stuffing is okay, but cranberry sauce is, is horrible. Now, like, I thought that like, I'm not invited to the cookout because I don't like mac and cheese. I ain't never known a black man who don't like dressing. I ain't never First of all, we don't man. call it dressing. It's stuffing, bro. I, I, thought, I, I thought white people call it dressing. I know. Stuffing. I mean, I thought I'm saying I thought white people call it stuffing because there's always stovetop stuffing. My mom always called it dressing. Oh, I called it stuffing. I never called it dressing. Well, if you, Regardless, though, I never met nobody who didn't like it. But be that as it may, it is only something that you have. I only have once a year, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because 
it's like it's good. Like I can't wait to eat it. It's like the only time I eat turkey too. But it sits in your stomach for days. Yeah, and it takes forever to warm up in the microwave. Yeah, like Thanksgiving food takes forever to warm up. Like no matter how many times you got to keep putting, you got to put it back in at least twice because you feel it, put it back in, think it's done, pull it out, feel it, put it back in. Damn, the middle's still cold. Shit. Okay, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got a point. I, I guess one of the controversies is I saw somebody said that turkey is actually disgusting and it's actually dry. It was just, uh, it was uh, Kobe from, you know, Jacob and Kobe. Uh, yeah, I put some juice, Kobe. put some sauce on it, put some That's juice on saying, it. But you know, he's white. So oh, I was man. like, maybe your turkey is like, yeah, you put good to put that juice on that. Yeah, nobody likes a dry turkey. Uh, my, my turkey's always been dry bird. Yeah, I, I, my, my turkey's always been juicy. <laughs> oh, man, like that juicy bird. Yeah, man. So you know, but that's good, man. I ate over family house. I actually like, got a know. turkey from Popeyes though. You said what? I got my turkey from Popeyes. We've been doing that for like the past five years too. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what you talking about? Turkey from Popeyes. Like, describe that to me. What you? Uh, Thanksgiving turkey, the big whole turkey. They do turkeys. Popeyes, yeah, Popeyes been doing that. Been on Popeyes turkeys for a good five, six years now. So what they they give you a turkey to cook, or they they bring it over fried? Like they already, I mean, it's seasoned and everything. Like they, so, you got just put in the oven. Yep. I didn't. I did not know that when they started doing that. Uh, I don't know, but we've been doing it for at least five, six years. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I definitely had no idea that um that that Popeyes does that. How'd you get turned on to it? Uh, the missus. <laughs> that was her thing. She did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I so I never it. got turned on to it. I just ate it. Yeah, I had no idea. That's that's interesting. So is it good? Like it's yeah, it's, it's definitely official. Okay, so do you got definitely order a juicy bird? How far ahead of time you have to order? Oh, uh, you can just buy them. Like they just sell them. Oh, like so you go to Popeyes? And you go to Popeyes? Like give me a turkey. Like Nino Brown? Yeah, like give me a turkey. I I never knew that. Never knew that. Well, well you now you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's 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 interesting. I would never think that. Like, I would not think that. You know, but that's understandable. If you got a house full of thirty people, you're gonna look for the most convenient way to prepare the food because that's a lot of stuff that you got to do. So, yeah, I guess you got. I mean, I, I ate over a family house. I ate over every year. Uh, family that adopted me, my Jamaican Paul Wells. So I, you know, that's 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 my family. So ever since I moved to DC, so I, I well, they live out in PG, so I go over there. They got a big family too because there's like nine of them. Off the top, not to mention you got kids and kids got kids. Like it's, it's a lot of them too. So mm-hmm. low key, I'm laughing at you, but it's like over thirty of them also too. And um, heads up quick. Yeah, man. Well, you know, dinner be starting like around one because it's so many. It's so many people. It's like three thirty. Yeah, it's so many. But the thing is, you have to start like that because there's so many people. You understand? So you know, it was it was it was a good time. You know, but the thing I like about for myself because I'm a single brother is taking home the plates. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I mean, I had to go to people houses like you. Like, yeah, baby, take as much as you like. Because I'm really people, I will take as much as you let me. Like, I don't try to be modest. Because I actually fit that into my budget. Like, okay, we're going to eat Thanksgiving for about a good two, three days. Yeah, after that, it's nasty. Yeah, no, no. After, that, after that, you get worms. No, there's there's no way I would have any Thanksgiving meal right now. So, yeah, man. So, that, you know, that's cool. You know, watch the Lions lose. I just you know threw I mean? some potato salad away earlier. I'm like, why is this still in the refrigerator? Ugh, that sounds like that it'd away. be nasty. And I was like, why is this still here? No, nah, nobody was going to want that. Yeah, so that's, that's cool, man. You know, I guess that's what holidays are all about. You know, I'm not really a holiday person, but I do enjoy the days off. Mm-hmm. I will say that, you know. I don't care how political or how, what I may feel about holidays. I'll never let go of the fact that you get the day off. Well, yeah. something. Yeah, we got we got a day off for, for a murder. Pretty much. That's what it really is. I saw this meme, For a massacre. I saw this meme that was kind of hilarious. And, and the meme said, um, when you at work during the holidays, people be like, damn, man. 
they got you. Why they got you working on the holidays? He's like, because of you. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so funny. Like, because of you, mama. <laughs> Are you in here? <laughs> like, people do be asking those stupid questions. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, yeah, man. As they getting like eight, nine things. Like, mm-hmm. man, you know, they at the grocery store last minute shopping. Like, gee, you know, man, they got you working on the holiday. Dude, that's a damn shame. Yeah, you're right, motherfucker. It is a damn shame. <laughs> Well, yeah. wasn't you be SOL right now? Right. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's all. Right. Well, a lot of things um kind of happened. First off, I don't know if how much people have been still paying attention to the election, but Kamala Harris announced that she's dropping out. Yeah, she did. She dropped out, man. So how did you feel about that? Did, did you hear that? I heard about it and I um felt uh, well. Actually, I noticed that Trump had said goodbye, Camilla. We'll miss you. Mm-hmm. And then she had enough time for him to she, she res- got time now. She, she, yeah, she got a lot of time. She responded. She said, "Don't worry, Mr. President." I'll see you at your trial. Yeah, you, still that, you know, <laughs> so I'll see you at your trial. Yeah. I'll, I'll still see you. Don't know yeah. where we'll be. I'll be around. Yeah, she still got a job to do. Yeah, so I mean, it's about that time. I mean, running a presidential race is very expensive. People might That's not know part, that, yeah. and once you realize that you're probably not realistic anymore, you don't want to go in debt and like. Yeah. So you're gonna cash like, out on the money you do got I, and go on vacation for a little bit. You know what I didn't know too. Not this past election, but before, what I did not know is how people, even when they're done running right, a lot of times they do go into debt and they have to go on the campaign to repay the money. Mm-hmm. So that is a serious situation. Now, the argument was coming up or whether or not do you think Kamala got like a fair chance. Like Cory Booker raised, you know, a huge argument about that because he spoke out publicly about the fact that he felt like she didn't get like a fair chance, even though they were in the same race competing with one another. So you feel that way? You feel like she got a fair chance or she was being challenged about some of her policies out in California or you think that she was, you know? I wasn't that close to it to really give an educated statement on that, but I mean, it's politics. None of it is really fair. I mean. That's a solid point. I mean, even though you're admitting what you did not know, but that is a solid point. Like, Mm -hmm. politics is dirty. Um, Very dirty game. Yeah. I, I do feel like that the moment that she announced that she was running, there were people... I had an argument, somewhat like a debate with my cousin who was like, I mean, you know, people just had a couple questions, you know, people in California when it comes to her policy. And my thing is people was upset about some of her policy choices, but she was a prosecutor. Mm. You know what I mean? They were like, she put a lot of black men in jail. I'm like, she's a prosecutor. It's her job. She's not a defense attorney. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and, and sometimes I think we don't necessarily understand what people's jobs are, you know? And so I'm not saying that she not, you know, she couldn't have been challenged or she couldn't have been questioned, but my, I don't think that she was put to the fire like other candidates. Like, for example, the last election, everybody was on Hillary about the whole 94 crime bill that she agreed with with her husband, right? Now, she was just a first lady at that time. But Joe Biden wrote that 94 bill, mm-hmm. and he's leading in black polls. And when do you see anybody, like, really hold him accountable for that? Mm-hmm. So it's not the same, but to your point, to bring around full circle, politics is a dirty game. Very dirty right? game. It's a very dirty game. So I, I like Kamala. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't necessarily think she was gonna win because me, I'm I have too much of a realistic type of viewpoint, and I just I still don't think there's a lot of people who are gonna be acceptable to voting for a woman. You know, that's just how I I love to be wrong. I think they will. You just gotta be right. Like if it, if if Michelle hopped out there, Oprah hopped out of there, hopped out there, they jumping on board. I don't think so, man. I do. I don't think so because look how far look what they voted for in spite of. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they, that show you how far they was gonna go out their way to not. I mean, that was the that was the silent minority. <laughs> yeah, they wasn't silent. They, they were ain't silent no more. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, they they was silent for for a while. For yeah. A while. 
Well, the thing I like about her clap back on Twitter is that also she gave a good example that just because you don't win the ultimate chip doesn't mean you still can't be a player in the game. So, you know, when she clapped at Donald Trump like that, when she said, I'll see you in trial, that's a good example that people know there's still somewhat of a fight to be done. Because everybody can't be president, but you can still participate, you can still fight. So I thought yeah. that was a good example. So there's only been 45 of them. Yeah. That's crazy, right? In this whole entire country mm. existence. In what, 200 years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, that's one of those things, man. So, yeah. Well, you know, wish her well. Um, also, this past week, your man Hove had turned 50. Yeah, now, big 5-0. Who would think hip hop would ever go so far? I mean, Hove has got to be a relevant 50-year-old rapper. The first relevant 50-year-old rapper in history. He he has to be. There's nobody else I can think of that was as relevant that they I mean that also lets you know how young hip hop is. Because mm-hmm. Hove is probably what five years older than hip hop's existence in that sense. Mm. You know? And so the fact that he's turning fifty, I think, is a big deal. I mean, you, you, you think he's still got one more album in him or he's he's capped out? Of course, and he's coming. You think so? Yeah, and it's definitely coming. He's definitely uh, been growing his hair. Yeah, that that album's definitely coming. He ain't cut his hair since the, since four four, which is two years ago at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, you confess to cheating and get caught cheating, it, it brings a lot of stress. <laughs> I think you should, yeah, I think you need a break. I think you need a break. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, but, oh, wait, wait, wait. You had lemonade. You had to sit through first, right? <laughs> you had oh, to sit oh, she definitely had her screaming yeah, back yeah. first. So he had to sit through lemonade, sit on his hands about lemonade, and then actually, and then she was like, okay, now you go ahead and tell your story, mm-hmm. and then put out his album. Yeah, I think Hove got. I personally think Hove probably got like two more, two more good good ones in him before he probably just you know cancel out. Yeah, I, I, think I, so. I don't think he's going to announce retirement anymore because I think he realized that we won't believe him. Yeah, so I think he'll just kind of fade to black. You just know? just continue to be a you know the big businessman. Yeah, and go ahead and give him, get him an NFL team like he said. Yeah, I think so. What? Something that also I think gets not necessarily appreciated is that some of the contributions that Hove has made, you know, to the game as far as his existence. Because when you think about the stages of the game that Hove has been, lived through, he could have been gone a while ago, and he didn't necessarily conform to whatever the next wave was. Like remember the white tee era, you know, or the he had big white tees though. No, no, no. I'm talking about the kind of music. Oh, I'm not okay. talking about the, the clothes. I'm talking oh. about remember. That type of music when hip hop, when everybody was saying hip hop is dead, like he always was whole. That's the thing that you, you know, gotta appreciate. And sometimes I don't think that we're used to appreciating greatness. Like we don't necessarily wanna give greatness its appreciation because in hip hop, we're so used to, to appreciating people when they're not here, when they die tragically and everything like that. So people still have a hard time giving someone their, their just do while they're here. But there's only one hope. It's only one hope. There yeah. ain't gonna be another one. Nah, it is. What do you think is your be- your favorite whole moment or your most memorable whole moment? My most memorable whole moment. Oh man, threw me off guard with that one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to come back. What's yours? What's yours? I, I, t- I tell you, I tell you one recent that I like that he does when he does the B side um, concerts. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope. You know what I mean? I think him taking it back to songs that. Maybe the mainstream still don't know, and reintroducing people that know him now to those songs that we love, like when he does, you know, the Reasonable Doubt songs, or when he does the side, you know, the songs that necessarily wasn't on the radio, you know, that's a moment for me. But classic hope for me is always gonna be Blueprint. Okay, but memorable moment, I'll say this, and this is, has nothing to do with music, it was when um, the riots went on in Baltimore, and they arrested everybody. Okay, him and Beyonce paid 
everybody's bail that got arrested during the riots in Baltimore. That's real. Every last person that got arrested during the riots, they bailed all of them out. You knew some of the people? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. I knew a couple people. And how was it told to them, like, Beyonce and Jay just paid y'all get out? Like, how did they know, you know, when they were set free? You got, you got, your bail's been, has been set. I'm saying, how they know it came from Jay and B is all I was asking. That's all. Oh, I don't, I don't know exactly how they found out. I mean, they think they just was told. It's a known fact because it's on your papers. Oh, no, no, no. I, oh, I just meant like at that time, like, did they know it or did they find out later on? Like, everybody, that's all I was asking. They probably found out when they was getting out. Okay. That yeah. is a, that is a classic it moment. It came from the Carter Foundation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, it's so crazy because a lot of times, and I don't understand why, but they still get criticized for what they don't do for the community and they still do a lot of things that are under the radar and people don't necessarily give them their props for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I my favorite I would say musically my favorite whole moment will always be Blueprint because I feel like at that time Hove was definitely seasoned Hove, you know what I mean? Like Jay was seasoned Jay, and I never forget the feeling we felt when we sat in the car. My boy had just bought the Blueprint from somebody off the street. We came out the club. Somebody was like, "Yo, I got that new Jay." My boy bought it. We sat in the car. We listened to the first track, which was "Come On," dude, and when he. And, you know, he's going through and he's spitting. We all paying attention because, you know, the Internet wasn't really popping. But we had heard that he had this Nas at the Hot 97 Jam. Mm. And then at the end, when he said, Ags Nas, he don't want to with Hov, yo. Dog, the way we exploded in that car was a real feeling. Like, we were like, yo, did you hear what he said? Because you didn't. Because at that time, a lot of disc records were still subliminal and people were making their assumptions. I'm, yeah, I'm not post saying big, Post Big and Pac, nobody yeah. was saying names for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yes, because everybody was scared to go down that route. You know, it had been rumors whispering here and there and a couple of source articles, but there was nothing actual factual. Yeah. And when he started yeah, going After on, Big and Pac, it was like a good eight to 10 year span when nobody said nobody, nobody man, said anybody's when names. When he started going at Nas, yo, I remember being like, yo. And the thing is, it's gonna show you how did things were so different back then because Nas album didn't come out until like I think like five, maybe six months later or whatever. But Ooh. the anticipation. Well, the Ether record came out before that though. Well, no. Well, see, a lot of people get that hip me- messed up because when he originally dissed Nas at the Hot 97, all he said was ask Nas, he don't want to with Hope. And that was it. And then Ho had dropped, I'm sorry, then Nas had dropped um um Ill Stillmatic which is a little freestyle, whatever. And Blueprint, the verse of Nas, was actually responding to that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Ether had came out. And when Ether came out, we were all like, oh, my God, you know. And he did pump life back into Nas a little bit more. You know what I mean? Nobody really wants to admit, but he did kind of pump Nas. But that's my favorite classic moment because I, I just thought Blueprint was so, um, you know, it was it was such a well-polished album. and definitely a classic, you know. A lot of times the artist has maybe one classic under their belt and the rest of them are just good albums, but that was just a, a classic album. And nobody was messing with him at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when he came out with, you know, the Blueprint album, you know, um, as a whole, it was just like, all right, who, who touching me? You know what I'm saying? Like nobody was messing with him at that point. You know, when he was on the cover smoking that cigar, I think I think that signature says a lot. So, yeah, shout out to him on, on that. And definitely the moves that he made. You know, um, after that, you know, like you said, um, I mean, even to what he's done recently, but like you said, we all know that. Yeah, the Rock Nation, the sports, the agency, the everything. It's the record label, the management company is. Yeah, yeah. 
films, his documentaries, his everything. Yeah, and he also gave a little bit more life to people because if you think about it, when he first said he was going to retire, he was only, he was 33 at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you think about it, he would have set the standard of like, okay, but now you can definitely keep going. Because I don't care what no young rapper might say or whatever, you gotta look at Hov and want that longevity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You may not listen to his music as a as a young kid coming up right now, but as far as his career, mm-hmm. you have to look at that and that respect. There's no way Hov cannot be somewhere in your in your radar of wanting that long lasting respect. Yeah, and, and that long lasting. And love. he's still he's still laying people to rest when he when he spit. This is true. Let's not forget that, too. Still yeah. spanking him. Yeah, he's, he's definitely still spanking him. Definitely still spanking him, man. So shout out to Ho, man. And, you know, got to give a big up to him, too, because he's also a fellow Sagittarius, because that's what we do. And um, a vegan. <laughs> I know vegan, though, so I, I ain't with him on that. Uh, he's a straight-up vegan? I thought they just practiced that for a little bit. Yeah, he's a vegan. Oh, well, I ain't, I ain't on that path. Mm-hmm. I like a steak. And we just finished talking about Thanksgiving. We just went in. Um, also, BT had announced that they gave a green light to Uptown Records' three-part miniseries. You know, Uptown Records started by Andre Harrell. Yeah, that's where Diddy had um, interned and worked and all that good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm all about the Uptown miniseries. I don't know if if the three part miniseries is going to be enough. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, it depends on how long. If it's an hour long or two hours or hour and a half, I mean, three parts. I mean, even an hour, three parts, three hours. You can. That's a good, nice long movie. Here's why I say that. Have you been watching or have you caught any episode of the Wu-Tang series? No, I still haven't watched that. So I just started, right? Don't, Damn, don't feel man, bad. I still haven't watched I, it. I didn't have a Hulu account, so I asked somebody. So I watched, I ended up binging, like watching, I watched nine, it's 10 episodes, I watched nine. And let me tell you, the way that story is developing, in all honesty, there are going to be some bios that we can't put all in one movie or not even a miniseries. Because honestly, I can see the Wu-Tang series itself going Oof. on a good three seasons. The Wu-Tang has got too many moving parts. Well, you don't think Uptown Records do? Like, think about Uptown Records and what they put. I mean, no. Yeah, seriously. yeah. Heavy D Puff. You got Jodeci. Dog, you got Mary J. Blige. Five you MC. got um, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Williams. Williams. What they did with New York on the cover. Remember, they provided that whole soundtrack for that. Right, true. You know what I'm saying? Under Harrell's history at first, because he worked with Dove Jam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so much that you can tell in that, that all I'm saying is if you get a chance to watch the Wu-Tang series, you can see how the characters are developing. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so what I'm saying is, is that I don't know if three parts are going to be necessarily like enough to still tell the whole story. Because think about it, The new edition, they had three parts, and they still said that people left things out. Well, new edition was also three decades. I'm, that's my point. That's what I'm saying. Uptown wasn't three decades. But it was one. No, but their influence on what they did, even if it, think about a decade though, homie. A decade? Like a decade? Well, you're talking about three decades to one decade. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that three decades wasn't enough for three parts. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you on that. But Uptown had a, de- a decade, you could make an argument, still can do about three seasons. If they, well, did they have a whole 10 years they was going strong? Um, you, yeah, if, they started if, in 86. Started in 86. They were long gone before 96. No, I can't say that. No, they wasn't. They were gone around like 93. No, 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 no. So for real. So for real was uptown? So for real. Yeah, and you got to remember Heavy D took over after that. Right, right. That's Heavy why D I think it was gone because I'm thinking Heavy D, but all right, you're right. Yeah. You're right, so you're my, right. my all I'm trying to say yeah, is They had a good 10 years. All I'm trying to say is, is that we're going to have to start looking at some of this stuff as like series. 
trust me, when you get a chance, watch the Wu-Tang show, show and you'll understand where I'm coming from with that. Because there's a lot of character development that you can put into these bios that you can make them to a series. Because I was actually blown away the fact of how good the Wu-Tang show is because there's a lot of information I still didn't know. Mm. I mean, I can, I can myself, imagine. I, can, I consider myself a Wu-Tang fan, but like, here's, I'll give you a small example, right? In all the Wu-Tang members, who two come out the most that you are, are that you think are the tightest? Me? Uh, I mean, Method. No, Nate. no, no. Within each other, who you think they're the tight as in their friendship? Oh, as a friendship? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, you know, you say Ghost and Raekwon. Okay, Ghost and Raekwon. The show starts off, they were beefing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, no, like, I'm talking about like serious street beef. Like the first episode, you like, yo, yo, like they were beefing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm talking about, I'm on episode nine. It's 10 episodes. <laughs> And they still ain't friends yet. You know what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. So now I'm curious about a season two because I want to know how y'all became friends because half of them were beefing with each other, bro. And I'm not talking about beefing on some battles. Because they're not all from the same hood. That's what everybody thought. Yeah, here's the thing. Not, I, I'm not talking about battles. Like, okay, I battled you when I saw you. I'm talking about no, like, pop, pop, pop when I see you, shoot, shoot, shoot kind of beef. That I don't know if I can get over. That was like a horrible round. He was like, pop, pop, pop when I see you. <laughs> like, shoot, like, shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot. Right. <laughs> but my point is, is that there, I'm, I'm glad that it's a series to show that how it's developing. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. Shout out to Uptown. Shout out to Andre Harrell. Because sometimes I think Andre Harrell doesn't necessarily get the props that he get because, you know, we don't like to do our history. But Uptown has a, a very much so unique sound because... If it wasn't for uptime, hip hop would kind of still be uptight. You understand? Mm-hmm. Of like standing and being so hard. Uptime brought a little flavor, brought a little, brought some style. Mm-hmm. So you know that's what that's why you got gear props to you know to uptime. So shout out to them on that. Um, also, I don't know if you got a chance to check this out, but NY lawmakers had introduced two bills that would prevent doctors from performing virginity exams after T.I. talked about checking his daughter's hymen. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> I did hear about that, but it's introduced. It's introduced. That doesn't mean it's going to get passed. It still has to go through a long process before it gets put into effect. But I did hear, though, if they did, if a, if it does get passed in the, in the state that it is, because, you know, sometimes bills change before they get passed. So what if it cha- if it passed in the state that it's saying like doctors will lose their licenses and actually could receive some jail time for like um sexual assault and stuff like that. Yeah. Charges that you could get for. So yeah. I never asked you because you know we were off at that time. You have a daughter. Were you cool with what TI said or not cool? Yeah, I'm, I'm on um I'm on the uh, the record is actually saying I have never done it, but I can't say that I have a problem with him doing cuz the the perception was that he was in the room right there looking and at all this like being graphic like right there with his daughter he was not in the room he was never in the the examination room he was in the waiting room and you just got the results so do i am i say i have a problem with him just knowing if she's getting uh obgy she was getting that appointment anyway it's not like they went just for that is what he said they she she gets those checkups as every female should get checked out down there i mean hey doc Everything still, but you don't think that was a, you don't think that was a little invasive. I mean, I'm, and I'm asking this because that was the argument was that he was being invasive, and you're intruding on a woman. I, I don't right? think I don't think he was being I don't think he was being invasive. I can't say that I'm mad at him for wanting to know. He didn't go into and do something. It was and it was a it was a what's the word I want to use? This it was a checkup that's already there. So y'all, yeah, not checking for hymens though. 
All right, but I'm already there. But I'm already <laughs> they're, there. They're not checking behind me. You but know what I'm saying? Already, like, you're right. You're, you are taking your daughter to get checked up, but they're not. They're, it's not a hymen check. It's not a hymen. It wasn't a hymen check. But am I mad that he wanted to know in order to to keep save his daughter from herself? And we're not talking about 18 year old Deja. We're talking about 14, 15, 16 year old Deja. This is what everybody had misconstrued too. They think she's grown woman and he's doing this. No, she was 14, 15. And he just wanted to know. My daughter's hymen is, is it still is still intact. He's not saying do all this crazy stuff. He just wants to protect her from herself, cause so she doesn't make permanent decisions on temporary emotions. I think some of the argument though still might have been missed because I will say to your point, maybe people did miss that he technically wasn't in the room. You know that also he was talking about her when she was a child, not not necessarily when she was eighteen. It was a very past his conversation. But Deja's nineteen now. But also, what needs to be understood is that there's a huge argument that women are making about the fact that a violation, because there's a history of women being checked for that and being violated in that. Some being beaten, some being tortured. And when it comes to you, think Ti is gonna sit there and let his daughter get tortured and beaten? No, 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 no. You're not. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. There's a history that comes with that. We're not know? talking about the history. No, 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 We're yeah, talking no. about this instance. Okay, you got you got to hear me, brother. Okay. You got to hear me. There's a history that women are raising because listen, I had to talk to a lot of women about mm-hmm. this because I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. There's a history that comes with that that we all should be hip to and listen about the violation of a woman's body and being used upon that. And there have been women who have been used and everything. So, and it's also been proven that the hymen necessarily not being there doesn't necessarily mean that you're sexually active because Correct. it can be broken from riding a horse. Or riding a horse, activity. riding a dirt bike. Right. Or and so there's a lot of things that come with that with women controlling their body. There's an argument to be made that us as guys need to at least hear. But I, I hear both sides. Listen, I don't have a daughter. I have a niece, right? I have two daughters. And Yes, you do. That's why I asked you. And so I'm not going to shoot you down, and I'm not going to shoot necessarily women who've been telling me about this history down, too. I think it was a hell of an argument. But what I will say, out of all the things T.I. didn't say in his life about trapping, about shooting Mm -hmm. my it's crazy how this was the one that's going to make laws be put into the situation. That was the part that blew me, okay? Because T.I. didn't talk about a lot of things before Mm -hmm. and then. But you mean tell me lawmakers don't want to come into effect because we want to talk about some hymen? I mean, what about them trap cookies and things that he didn't talk about all the years in the early 2000s? I mean, urban legend alone should have y'all want to do some of the drug laws. Mm. You know, so that, that's the part where I, I have my opinion in. You know, that's that's all. But like you said, it's just two bills. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's actually going to pass. But yeah, They, they you know. could not see the light of day. You never know. Or or they can't, right? This conversation can be going to happen. This, you know? this, this yeah. is true. Yeah, it can. Um, also... Shout out to the Migos because they made a partnership with Uber Eats and Popeyes. They're going to launch a Migos menu. You know, you talked about Popeyes earlier. Yes, sir. Each member, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff, will have their own specialty. But they also got the tour driver, too. Spit on that. What's that? The tour driver is the, is the biggest one. Which That's you mean? the what's, one. What's um, it going to do? What's it going to do? No, it's, it's just a, a different meal. Each meal has, like, certain categories. Like, it's like, I think the tour driver was the biggest one. It's like a big family meal. I think it's like $49 or something like that. And so why they it, call it tour driver? Like, they come to your house or something like that? Or? I don't know why they call it. Why they okay. name it tour driver. Who I guess the tour driver is, is the fat guy that drives the bus. So, everybody, all the bus drivers are usually big guys. Okay. So, that's why and they had the Quavo, the offset, and the, and the, and the, and the takeoff. So I think the Quavo was like twenty seven ninety nine. No, no, the Offset was like twenty seven ninety nine. All right, you got like uh, twenty tenders or something like that, or 
20 tenders, something like that. But I know the Quavo, you got two chicken sandwiches. And like it was like two chicken sandwiches meals for like $21. And then the cheapest one, of course, was the takeoff. So they did the takeoff <laughs> dirty. It was just like it was like five, five tenders, two Yo, fries and a biscuit five. for $9.99. Takeoff got the worst See, of the brunt of it. Listen, I was so here's my I had a theory before you just it's out now too, though. It's available now so nationwide. Listen, and so in Canada. Before you just broke down the actual facts, I had a theory that that Offset was gonna have the most popular one, and maybe low key takeoff would have the most the, the one that actually tastes better. Like he probably have the Illmatic one. Like his would actually taste better. But after when you just broke it down, I'm not even gonna want to order that because it seemed like a little cheap snack. Yeah. Like, I don't well, want not, that. well, yeah, t- takeoff got the worst. We got the nine ninety nine. Why? But um, Why? but Offset like Offset got a little family meal. Here's like twenty seven ninety nine. I forgot the exact <laughs> what it was. I think it's like ten piece or something like that with with the biscuits and and the fries and the mashed large mashed potatoes and gravy. But Quavo had the two chicken sandwiches and two fries and drink and all that stuff for twenty one ninety nine. And um, but take off, they did him dirty with the nine ninety nine. I'm tired of take off five tenders and some fries and I'm stuff. I'm tired of take off being the bun of our jokes, man. He can't get no respect even when it comes to chicken, bro. Yeah, but he's still getting the check though. I mean, this is true. This is still true. getting the check. And, and you know what? You know, he's not the he's not the weakest member in weak member category in groups. There's mm-hmm. been other members that have just gotten a check. Like for example, the Lost Boys. There were two guys in Lost Boys that mm-hmm. didn't do anything. Didn't say a rhyme. They didn't do nothing, right? But besides Freaky Ty and Mr. Pretty Cheeks. Ty, pretty Pretty Lou. I, I don't I don't know what Pretty Lou did. I don't. You know, shout out to him. Pretty, but I don't. pretty Lou was a shooter. That's what he <laughs> <it> was. <laughs> Yeah, man. So shout out to um, Migos for making that happen with the chicken. I mean, listen, it's a better time than any time to get involved with Popeyes, you know. But here's my thing. So none of them are going to have the chicken sandwich in there? Uh, What do you mean none of them are going to have the chicken sandwich? I told you. I, I, I didn't hear it. My fault. Quavo had two chicken sandwiches and okay, fries. The Popeyes chicken and, yeah, sandwich. Okay. That, that was the Quavo. Have you had the chicken sandwich yet? Just of course. Out. I had chicken sandwich. How, how is it? I mean, it's cool. It's, it's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. Was it worth people dying and stabbed over? No, but it's a great. It's a good sandwich. It's a very good. I mean, sandwich. Cause technically, I, 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 you know, I don't really eat fast. I don't eat fast food. But no, that's good. I'm not gonna lie. I was curious about the Popeyes chicken sandwich. No, it's though. a good. It's a good sandwich. You can get it now easily. The, the hype is down. So, okay. You don't so wait, I, I, I got wait mine for yeah, it. You might not get beat up right now. Um, shoot, I might go after this <laughs> just to try. <laughs> um, also, moving on, R. Kelly. Your boy R. Kelly, he has been indicted on robbery charges. A revised document had came out that stated that Kelly had got paperwork forged to say Aaliyah was 18 when he married her. Mm -mm -mm. They was going to get him for Aaliyah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to, at this point, when it comes to Kells, right, and it comes to the things that he's going down for, the Aaliyah situation probably, you can actually make an argument that it was way overdue. Yeah, ain't nobody. He ain't making the right people money no more. <laughs> so everybody's giving him up. Yeah, he ain't making nobody yeah. no money no more. Well, he's still making people money, but he's not making the right people a lot of money no more like you, he was. I'm going to be honest with you. After watching that documentary, I do feel like not only should R. Kelly go to jail, but everybody that helped him. Mm. Like, even those people, they should they should go. Like, yeah. they should. Because yeah. he didn't do it by himself. All the handlers. All the handlers. Dude, the guy that said that he signed his signature. You know what I'm saying? Like, where he should be in jail already with Kells. Yeah, he should be in jail. I mean, well, one of Kale's brothers is already in jail because we saw that in the doc. But <laughs> everybody else that helped him should be in jail. Or do him like um Bumpy Johnson did in um Godfather Harlem doc series. Have you watched that? I saw the first episode. I ain't seen oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. what well, do you do? Tell me. Oh, well, what he does, he straps the guys down with the ass up in the air, and he brings in this guy named Big Dick Buster. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Big Dick Buster comes in and rapes him. And comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. That was on the first episode. No, I did but say that. But Big Dick Buster is a recurring. He's a recurring. He comes back. Oh, yeah, he comes back. He comes, he, he's a hitter. He's a, he's a hitter. He's a hitter for real. <laughs> he's a hitter for real. Yeah, he's a hitter. I saw, like, I saw, that's all right. I, after, after we beat you up, smack you around, you still don't want to talk? You still don't want to let me know what I want to know? All right. Hey. Bring in Big Dick Buster. Yo, son. As soon as you say that name, I'm giving up everything. <laughs> I'm like, tell you what stash at everything. Tell him nice and calmly, well, you, you, you probably want to want to know why you're tied up and bound the way that you are right now. Because I figured that you wouldn't want to give me the information and wouldn't want to fess up and snitch on your, on your people. I get that. So I got other ways of doing that, so. Big Dick Buster, come on in. <laughs> it is no. this real green mile big dude. No. <laughs> and he comes in. And then next thing you know, all you hear is screaming. <laughs> no way. And you know he ain't oiling up nothing. He turned the lining out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Would oh, you man. snitch if somebody had you tied up and they brought in someone named Big Dick Buster? Man, just shoot me, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, they not. No, they got you tied up. Just shoot me in the head, bro. Just I'm, about, me in the I'm head. about to tell everything, bro. As soon as just you tell shoot me, you, me in the head, if you whistle some, how do you even call somebody for that and say, "Hey, what's up, man? I need you to do me. Hey. I need you come rape a couple dudes." Hey, maybe that's a it's real life booty goons, man. That's like Ray J, right? <laughs> real life. Bumpy Yo, Johnson had real life booty goons. I'll never forget how much passion Ray J said that when he was like, "And they gonna rape that nigga." Like <laughs> I've never heard that still to this day. Jeez. Yeah, well, Bobby Johnson had real life booty goons. It might be a big dick buster in jail for um, R. Kelly waiting on him. Yeah, he probably already That's got him. That's why he's trying to get out of there so bad. He's talking about he's having all types of uh, attacks and his health is declining and everything. He wants his own nurse he and stuff like that. Yeah, he's trying to pull a Suge and he needs his own nurse and stuff like that. Yeah, but the thing is different is that Suge still in the streets had a lot more respect than R. Kelly. R. Kelly going there, he definitely shouldn't be in no gin pop. Mm. There's no, I mean, listen, I don't care. But if he's in Gin Pop, he's not going to last so your long. body's calling me. That's what they're going to tell our Kelly. Oh, they, they, they walk in. <laughs> Can you imagine the intro when he walk in and so he's holding mine's on? He's telling me no. Right, and he's holding on, he's holding on his clothes when he's walking in. I mean, we talk about years and years of people that's been waiting on Kells. In Illinois? Woo, no way. Is, no he, way. is he federal? I don't know. They yeah. probably gonna get him on that too. Yeah, he probably won't be in Illinois. So where do you think he'll be? He's gonna be somewhere out in Oklahoma or something. Middle of nowhere, Idaho. They're gonna look forward to him too. Whoever they gonna know they're gonna know R. Kelly. They're gonna look for yeah, they're gonna look forward to hair, him. Hair, no hair, beard or no beard. You know R. Kelly. Oh yeah. They're gonna look forward to him. And and they're gonna make him sing. <laughs> both ways. They're gonna make him sing both ways. Well, you know. Um, let's move on past something that's not big dick busterish. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody who is recovering, French Montana, has finally been discharged after being in the hospital. You know, he was in the hospital for two weeks. Mm-hmm. The doctors had put him on bed rest because he technically was got diagnosed with too much just he just too much working. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his symptoms were severe stomach pain. Oh, that, and that rich rich folks disease they call exhaustion. Yeah, that's rich folks disease. Yeah, I know that. You know, poor people don't get exhaustion. I mean. We, and we, we can't work more we, than we can't afford to get exhaustion. No, that's true. We just got to go to work. <laughs> yeah. I hear what you're saying now. Okay, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. That's a, that's a rich folks. That's a rich folks. I'm not d- gonna disease. lie. When I first heard that, I felt a certain type of way because 
French doesn't give you the impression that he works hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't, but <laughs> just don't look like he's doing too no, much. No, but that's always been his thing. He he's always kind of because he's about, so laid backish. Yeah, and he always kind of brag about the fact that he he's not gonna put too much into writing rhymes and mm. he ain't gonna put too much into doing it. So he don't give you the impression that he's technically working hard for this. Like he's always came across as this. Pretty cool. Just comes easy, so I'm gonna. It just keep. Come, yeah, women come. Everything comes easy to me. So when I saw overwork, I'm like, overwork doing what? Sex? Because I, I mean, mean, that will work here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as it's not Big Dick Buster. What? <laughs> that's, that is not a good problem to have. But yeah, you know. But apparently, that's why he couldn't um, promote the album because he had an album that actually dropped as we speak, Montana. And he mm. couldn't necessarily promote it because he had been not feeling too good. Yeah, he had the record with um Cardi B on there too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna lie to you, I didn't even hear it. I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> I've heard it. They got a video out there though. Okay. They standing on top. They sitting on top of the projects in Bronx. See, he's sitting, oh. so he don't give you the impression that he's Bronx. working hard. You say he was just sitting, right? <laughs> I mean, overall, I mean, you know, you want somebody. I don't never want nobody to die for their profession because that's the one thing that we kind of got to get out of because we were all raised to believe, you know, sleep is for. You know, um, sleep is the cousin of death, and you got to keep going and stay up. But truthfully, you do need to stay get up. You're gonna die. You gonna you gonna die. Mm. And there's been times where I've been working hard on something, then I can see myself nodding off. And what I say is that if I try to stay up and fight this, what I'm doing is not gonna be the best anything anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I might as well at least rest for at least a few hours and then wake back up. Now I'll do that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't sleep long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But so I'll take power naps. Oh no, I, I I've been taking power naps since 2005. I don't. I don't know what it's like to actually just go to bed and have a long, extended rest. I take power naps throughout the time. You definitely won't know what it's like once you start having kids. What talking about having long, extended sleep? Yeah, I thought y'all don't get sleep. I thought that's what the whole thing is. When you start having kids, you don't get sleep. Absolutely not. Oh, really? No, no. Or is it just when a newborn? Newborns until until they get old enough where you can just say go to bed. I, mean, I thought that was the first thing somebody told me is that when you first have a kid you ain't going to get no sleep. Absolutely. Cuz they cry all the time. Absolutely. That, that's what you tell me you said I'm not going to get no sleep. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant saying I was going to get sleep. No. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. Oh, so you said I'm preparing myself that when I have kids I already Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, got you. But you ain't going to be equipped for that cuz that's that's out of the ordinary no sleep. Like you think you about to get some sleep and then it's just like oh shit all of a sudden I ain't getting no sleep. Mm. <laughs> what do you always wonder? What do you do? Like, what if you a hard sleeper and your baby's just crying? What happens with the baby? You go hear that. I remember I asked certain my mom, things. Certain things cut through. Like you know how you can hear certain sounds out of anything. That's real. That's one of the sounds you'll hear. You'll hear through anything. Okay. Is it because it's a particular sound and it's never the same? It's never the same. Absolutely. Too. It's, it's gonna, like, it's it's gonna, gonna like cut through. Yeah. It's gonna cut through. I remember asking my mom that, and my mother was like. They just go back to sleep. <laughs> you can tell my mom an 80 parent. Like, she ain't I mean, yeah, one. you can do that, too. I mean, you'll reach that point, too. Like, that nigga just don't have to cry himself back to sleep. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> you gonna do that. One of those Jesus take the wheel type moments. You're going you gonna to have those, too. That, oh, you, that, that, that comes. But that, does that come from being a seasoned parent? I'm pretty sure you weren't like that when your first daughter was born. You, you probably like that now when you can tell the difference. or Yeah, you can tell the difference. I mean, but... You know, sir, I, I know the first kid you probably was. Man, you gonna, man, you gonna have to just get over that. You gonna have to get over that. You'll, you'll be high in a couple minutes. <laughs> and do this? Do it turn out to be okay? Absolutely. They ain't gonna die. 
I mean, he's, he, I mean, your kids are still here. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, still I'm testing what you're saying. I'm still real. here. <laughs> right. I'm still strong. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, shout out to French. I hope he gets all the rest he can. You know, he has a rest for 30 days. But one thing you got to realize is that no matter what you are putting your passion into, and trust me, we all, me and you, we talk about that all the time, putting our passion in things. But you don't want to put your passion in something when you're not able to actually complete it. You know, mm. you don't want to die. It ain't worth dying for. Per I don't want to die. I don't no, die. You don't want to die. Like, dying ain't cool because it's, it's so it's so final you know so that's that's not what you want um some new music did pop up though um roddy rich please excuse me for being anti-social fire we already talked about french montana oh so you heard the roddy rich you like yes it? i did don't don't call it classic bro because you know, i didn't call it classic i said it's fire nah, i said, I said I thought, if you would have said classic Come I, on, I don't even be saying I, it like that you just tripping bro you, know, you like bro. We're gonna start, slurpee I'm, is a classic so i don't know what you're talking about but okay anyway. first of all Pause. And I don't even say the word pause. <laughs> Slurpees <laughs> are classic. That's that's an American classic. Slurpee is an American classic, like a hot dog in okay. a like a big bite. You know? Like a, a ballpark ballpark Frank. That's got Slurpees. Like McDonald's fries, American classic. Bro, you like, call everything a classic. Stop it. No, I don't. There was an album we were talking about not too long ago. You was like classic, classic, like classic. I didn't say that. Well, I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna edit a piece of all the times you call something classic. I guarantee you. Matter of fact, if you listen to this show, write in our comment section about how many times academics has called something classic. Please make sure you do that. Because he calls something classic like all the time. Also, uh XX Extension put out an album, Bad Vibes Forever, where his people put out an album, and I'm pretty sure it's a collection of songs that he had and you know, worked on or whatever, but it's called Bad Bad Vibes Forever. All right. You forgot about the game, too. Well, I was going to get into that. Oh, okay. well, um, well, yeah, the game dropped Born to Rap. Okay. You get a chance. You can go to my IG page, at J-Hard Radio. I did a review of that. What you think about it? I thought it's, that was good, too. It's his final album. Yeah, he says. But I thought that was good, too. And the record he got on there with Nipsey is, is, is crazy. So he has a couple records on there with Nipsey. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to the album, there are a couple songs where he almost sounds like Nipsey. Now, I don't know if he sounds like Nipsey because it's that, you know, familiar California draw or he was trying to give props to Nipsey. But there are some times where he's mentioning Nipsey and he has a song with Nipsey. It, he, you, again, you're reminded that Nipsey is gone and it doesn't feel good. Mm. It's 24 songs on there, but though. When Nipsey come on that record, he, he breathed life onto it. And it's just like, man. Yeah. I would say the album is really good. I don't know if it'll actually be his, fin his final album because rap Definitely is right all the time. He going to need to pay some bills in a couple years. You don't think game is set up where he, he'd be straight? I mean, yeah, but he don't need to pay some bills. I mean, that, that boy like drive Lamborghini trucks and stuff like that. Those are not cheap. Keep, keep up with that stuff. It costs money. Yeah. And it, it, it means you need some new money. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a question real quick. You know, his man, Wack 100, kind of caught some steam because he said that Nipsey was not a legend. Mm -hmm. You agree with that? No. Because his, his whole thing was numbers, and he was making a comparison. Like, if Dr. Dre was to die right now, he'll be considered a legend. And he was like, Nipsey didn't have numbers. He technically only put out one album. That's what he's going by. So you think there's some truth to that? You think the word legend got tossed around real loosely because we miss him? No, nah, I don't think the word legend got tossed around in his case loosely because it's not just about numbers all the time. Sometimes it's about your impact on everything. And he was he was a legend and where he and he matter of fact he been he was may have not have been as big outside of the last album nationally, but on that West Coast, Nipsey been that guy. So yeah. But everybody always talk about whack. He always hating on somebody. Though. I like to think that when it comes to 
I think you can I think you can probably at the moment not be a legend, but there are times where you were so close that when you die, you get elevated to legendary status too. Because people rediscover your music and you, they, they, yeah, they go they back and they impact. listen. They go back and they listen. And they see your impact. Right? And it's just a, a thing of finality that's like, dang, this yeah. is all I'm going to get. So and this legends is, broke. Yeah. I think, is, uh, I think legends, I think, and I think there are different levels of legends. Like, will Nipsey be a legend like the way Dr. Dre will be a legend? No. 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 But would, can you say that he's a legend? Yes. Because it's not also, like you said, it's not necessarily about numbers. Because if that's the case, then Vanilla Ice is a legend. Get out of here. And he's nowhere near legend, correct? No, this exactly. Is, this podcast is over if you if you it, say he's a legend. No way, I'm going to say that. But oh, if we're okay. talking about <laughs> if we're talking about numbers, hip hop has never been just about numbers. To your point, is what I'm saying. Like you can't just say it's just about numbers. You know, uh, didn't Wack get into it with Mike Tyson because apparently that he was talking bad about Tupac, and you know that was Mike Tyson's friend, and they got in a fight. I think during the podcast because I remember when yeah, that well, was Mike Tyson man though. Yeah, well, no, well he said they cool now, but they fought. Because Wack has said, you know, men fight, me and Mike still cool. And then Mike put up a picture of him and Pac and said his famous quote, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Ain't that right, Wack? Because, <laughs> you know, we forget that Tyson is another one like Jay. He lived through a lot of these errors. Mm -hmm. And these people were his friends. You know, Tupac was his real friend, not someone who he just dapped up. That was mm -hmm. his man. Tupac died. Tupac was in Vegas because he introduced Mike at that fight. I mean, he he was it, he right? was the rap he was rapping as Mike was coming out to there the you ring. Go, right? So when you have something like that, I mean, Wack is kind of always saying something on edge. Sometimes I think people get addicted to saying things on the edge. Like they'll say one thing that catch fire, mm -hmm. and then they want to make sure that everything they say after that catches fire. So sometimes I have a hard time. I struggle with believing. He be clout chasing. I, I sometimes I struggle believing how authentic people's opinion be because sometimes I say to myself like. Did what you know is that point that you're trying to make really necessary? Like who like who asked you? Like did somebody come up to you and say, "Hey, do you think Nipsey is a legend?" Like you know Abs what I'm saying? I'm gonna say absolutely. Yeah, but my point is, it's like when you go so hard for something, sometimes I feel like it doesn't. No one necessarily asked you. Like I don't know how that conversation even got brought up. I don't know if somebody asked Wack or he just brought it up. But to your point, he always seems to be in the mix of certain things. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's I think. I think the fact that Nipsey filled out the Staples Center. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Pack like, that junk. I mean, there are a lot of rappers who ain't filling that up. Dead or not. Mm -hmm. They're not filling that up when they're alive. You know what I mean? So I think Nipsey and what we keep hearing about him and the things that he was doing throughout the streets and the things he was doing with business ownership and the things he was doing with his charitable donations and all of that, those things elevate you to legendary status too. Because in all honesty, he did a lot more on the charitable side than a lot of rappers that you are calling legends they had more numbers absolutely you know what i mean so it's all about that too but to bring it back to what we're saying about game album i think game is a i think that born a rap album is it's is masterfully put together i think it has too many songs but i think it's masterfully put together because 24 songs is a lot for anybody i don't care who you are 24 songs is a lot but it's a dope it's a, it's a solid album and sometimes we forget because game he has a lot of antics you understand? Like, you know, remember the controversy when they first was talking about the Born a Rap album was he uh -huh. was talking about sleeping with Kim K and all that other stuff. And sometimes I think Game jumps into things that he shouldn't jump into. You know, just mention things because I feel like he's so talented. But we forget that Game is a spitter. Yes, he is. You know what I mean? Game is definitely a spitter. I like the record he got on there with Anderson Pack. He had a couple of records on there. That I really Pack like. one is dope. Yeah, the Stainless record. And he had... Um, Hug the block where he talked about his dad and his brother ain't going back. That hit me. I ain't know yeah. his brother passed. One of them. 
Is that the one that was like his idol? You know, he had the one who was the gang, the one that got him into the gang. Is that mm. the one who passed? That's that's my question. Uh, I don't want to. I didn't I mean, say it wrong, but I think I think so. I think so. I think I, so. I mean, I didn't know because he talked about the fact that he was beefing with both of them when mm. they passed, and I do know him and his brother had fell out. Mm. I didn't know his. I didn't you know. I didn't even know his father had passed, but yeah, I like that record. I like I like the one with Twenty One Savage. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like that one. I thought that's the best I've ever heard Twenty One spit. Yeah. I've never heard Twenty One Spit. It's like been that. a, it's been a, it's been a good, book. it's been a good time for music right now. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of good music coming out. Born a Rap is a dope album, man. We got anything in sports? And fabulous. Oh yeah, yeah, springtime shootout, right? Summertime shootout, Some, summertime bro. Shootout. <laughs> summertime, shootout. summertime shootout three is definitely out. That's that's you know. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. Oh no, nah. I added it on my. You phone. know, I listen to that. You know, How you fabulous, like fabulous. Don't let me down. He don't let me down. You know, it's so interesting because Fab has been out now. Going on 20 years, because, mm-hmm. well, no, technically he did his first freestyle in 98 off the Clue mixtapes. His first album came out in, like, 2000. And it's interesting because I didn't really respect Fab until he started putting out the, the mixtapes. What? No, nah, because his songs, for me, back then, they were too candy for me. And his, his I, I wasn't, I just wasn't, I just wasn't impressed by the stuff that he was saying. You know, I can't deny it. Like they were good, you know, the songs with the mo and all that. They were good little commercial songs, but I just wasn't into it. Mm. But I didn't really appreciate Fab until he started coming out with the mixtapes on the ground. I start really appreciating, his, you know, his spitting ability. I was always a Fab fan from the beginning, and I couldn't get into somebody who named Fab until that time. That was just me at that time. Hey, that's you. It but was, also, but also we got another one. Last one, Trap Hero, Young Scooter, which definitely got some heat on there. He never let you down either when it comes to that. That down south, that trap lingo, and he just, yeah, that trap music, yeah, young scooter just, just he does it, and he got the record on there for me is the one with um, the one with little baby, the petty record. Anybody else? Anybody else? I think that's about it. That's about it this week. That's a lot of music though. Oh, it is. Uh, that's a lot of music. What we about already, sports? What about sports? Uh, I mean. I mean, we we care about it, David Fisdale got fired from the Knicks, or we saw that coming. Well, I mean, that, I mean. <laughs> They probably just did him a favor because I mean they paying out the rest of his contract, yeah. And that's what happened with their last three coaches. I mean they they ended up buying them out of their contract. They bought out Phil Jackson for like thirty million. Well, they bought out manager. He wasn't yeah, coach. but they bought out Mark Jackson for like twenty million. I mean they, they just cashing out. Hire me and fire me. Shoot, I take I take that. <laughs> you know that has to be the most. I've never been a Nick fan. No, we're going to fire you, but we're going to pay you for the next three years anyway. Yeah, but that has to be one of the quickest checks you can ever make is to be a coach at the Knicks. Yeah. You go there, you be a coach for like, what, a year, some change? You might write down that you, you your contract might say five years, but we know that's not going to Somebody last. just said the New York Knicks or the Dallas Cowboys or the NBA. No, they're not because there's no <laughs> expectations for them. Well, actually, it is, I guess, to New York fans. Well, because you, you got the owner. Yeah, the I guess you're right. You know what, though? That's true, because they get the most press, and they don't do nothing. And they the, they're the most valuable franchise in the NBA, over $4 billion. And they only got four wins. Who? The Knicks. They're the most what? Valued. As of right now? As of right now. Like, they're worth the most. Out of all the franchises in, in America, out of all the fran- basketball franchises in the NBA, they're worth the most. Like what merchandise people like merchandise? Do you buy merchandise? Knicks hats, New York. I mean, New Yorkers rep New York to the death. So I mean, it's it's. So it just they just making money from. Well, they say you ever met a New Yorker that's out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know how annoying. much they how much they tell you they love their city. Yeah, they're annoying. They love it so much. Why ain't you there? Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
But they they rep it so hard. So that's what they, I think I think New Yorkers get extra New York when they not in New York. Oh, they do. They do. It's <laughs> so no they, question. So they they buy everything New York. It's no question. That's, that, that's there's when that. they're there, they barely have it. Yeah, but so when they leave, all they the nicked out. Yeah, they, they giants out. Yes, it's so true. They ain't yankeed out every every other day. Get out of here. But that's why New York Knicks most value franchise and the most trash. Yeah, and the most trash. Well, go figure. I, I didn't know that. Go figure. Well, that's just my little two cents of my scenario. But well, he got. It's check. probably a little bit of truth to that. But you know, he got a check though. So shout out to him. It is a historic franchise. You know, it's historic. That only got like one championship, but two. Two? Oh, yeah. it is two. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was like eighty years ago or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was definitely Walt Frazier. Definitely Walt Frazier. Seventies, seventies. Yeah, early seventies too. Not even late seventies. Yeah, they did go to the finals in ninety. What was that ninety four? Yeah, with Patrick well, Ewing. Well, the year the year Mike was out. Yeah, ninety five. Ninety five, and they lost to the, they lost to them, and then they went again. They lost to the Spurs with Latrell mm-hmm. Sprewell and them. They did. Yeah, it was like late nineties. That was like ninety nine. That was the year after Mike. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even care. <laughs> they, I didn't even that's care. That's the only way you can get through the East is when yeah, Mike wasn't there. Yeah, I didn't even care. I didn't even care. Mike wasn't letting, him, Mike wasn't letting nobody out the East in no, the 90s. he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> there are people still mad at Mike. Yeah, Orlando caught him slipping because he only came, he came back in the season. He came with, at like mid-season. Wasn't he mid-season? Yeah. It, was, it was 12 games left in the regular season. Yeah, no, he, he, you're right, you're right, you're right. And Horace Grant said that he told them next year when they played him, he told them like, look, don't take Mike. He's like, Mike ain't going to forget what we did to him last year. He said he told Penny and Shaq, like, Mike is not going to forget what we did to him last year. And he said, don't sleep on him. And he they said he warned him. And he swept him. Yeah. Yeah. And ended that run. Ended that Penny and, and Shaq run. Yeah, he swept him. that next year, uh, man, Mike would have never retired. He'd have ran through the 90s. He at least got eight straight. If I he had retired in 98, he'd have went eight straight. He could have went 10 straight probably. I mean, that team, especially that 96 Bulls team, especially that second Bulls team, and and you think about it, that was what we consider now what we've been complaining about being unfair. But that team was well stacked. Mm-hmm. We were screaming that was unfair back then. Because mm-hmm. think about the all stars they had, and they had people who were starters from well, other the all stars were only Jordan and Pippen. Nobody uh-huh. else was Robin. Robin. Robin was ninety. He was an all star. Yeah, he was probably ninety sixteen. Come on, man, Robin was definitely an all star. You had Robin, you had you had Pippen, and you had Jordan. That's three all stars right there. On one team, starting. That's the truth. Robin <laughs> was his defense, though. He didn't score. Doesn't does matter. He was good. It was good. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. He was good. No, his contribution <laughs> was, was worth good. it. Like, you saw Jordan tell you himself. Like, he tell you himself, like, he had already had one championship, but that 96 Bull team, he said, was special. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just got to give it to it. And mind you, this is coming from someone who hates Jordan. I hated his guts as a kid. Okay, so if I'm giving him props, please don't have me repeat this. All right, well, let's move on. Then. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, it's, um, but let me ask you real quick. How you feel about the NFC East? Because the fact that they've been talking feel, about how trash they are. I feel like they throw the whole thing away this year. Like, this is terrible. Like, even though I'm an Eagles fan, I'll, I'm happy the Cowboys lost and put us back in it. But it's disgusting. Like, it's disgusting. You know, up until like a week, you know, up until like a, I think, what was it, like a week ago or You two know makes ago? it Before you even finish your statement, you know, before, it makes it even more trash. The Washington Redskins are right now set to have the. That's number, what I was about to talk about. You're number, not cutting me off. That's oh, what I'm about to oh, say. Okay, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go they ahead. Are, they're on six schedule to have the number three pick in the, in the NFL draft. Okay. Which requires you to have a horrible record. And technically, as of right now, they're statistically not out of the playoff hunt. So that's why I'm about to say, yeah, the fact that they they still technically can make the playoffs. Yeah, it's just horrible. That's crazy. It's just horrible. I saw somebody had put up a meme and it was four trash cans. But and then, each it, of them, but, but and then again, the NFC East. 
Yeah, but then again, the Giants did go to the Super Bowl eight and eight. Yeah, but that's still out of eight, the, out of the NFC East. Yeah, but that's still eight and eight. Okay, and so did and so did um Kurt Warner with the with the Arizona Cardinals. So you never know. Hey, listen, but that was eight and eight. These teams that they not even making the Cowboys ain't even won eight. Well, Cowboys are six and seven right now, and the Eagles are five and seven because the Cowboys are have the skins are what like two and nine. <laughs> that's horrible, bro. But um, yeah, so yeah, so I mean, hey, it's still trash, but you never know. And my t- and my boys get in it, get in. The- we get in the dance. Hey, we in there. Okay, all right. Well, shout out to them then. Um, got to give a big ups to Pimp C because back in two thousand and seven, this was the week of his passing. Um, it's hard to believe Pimp C been gone that long. Yeah. 2007. I that's, choose you. That's that's hard to believe. That that go to show you how music really can keep you alive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, like we talked about with Nipsey, we're not necessarily gonna unless until we're reminded, we're not necessarily gonna feel Nipsey been gone maybe until like another year or so. You know, us who are not his family, of course. Um, until his features stop popping up. Yeah, yeah. You know, because remember, Pimp C had mad features that you know, we're still surfacing and things like that. We ain't gonna talk about Tupac. He had stuff going on until I became an adult. So, also, this was the anniversary of Purple Haze by Cameron. It came out back in 2004. Oh. That's crazy, right? Purple Haze. I, I think that was a that was song, that one of my favorite songs was Down and Out with him and um, Kanye. Oh, yeah. Down, 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 down. Yeah, I love My that one. My was touching the knot. Yeah, yeah, big ups to that. Yeah, well, yeah, and touching knot had that on there too. This the the J disc when he had the guy Jimmy Walker from Good Times. Yeah, looking like Jay. He had the sandals, the, the open toe sandals. Yeah, didn't I remember the guy Jimmy Walker didn't know that he was supposed to be a J prop. He thought he was just hired to do the video. He thought he was just doing the video. But you know, fast forward, Cam and Jay is cool, right? Because matter of fact, at that show when Jay does the B sides, Cam and Jim showed up and performed. As they should. I mean, you want that platform. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody comes to rock around full circle. Yeah. Jay, listen, Jay always wins the war. You might, even with Nas, I always say, tell people Nas won the battle, but the war, Jay all, because didn't Nas end up signing with Def Jam and Jay was president? So I was under the Carter administration. Yeah, man. Also, um, just wanted to ask you, did you ever get a chance to check out, I'm, I probably know the answer, but you get a chance to check out Queen of Slim? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. Yeah, man, when you see it, just be prepared. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, just, I can't. I can't wait to go see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, just, just be prepared. That's all. Just be prepared. Well, I think we cover everything, man. What you got going on this weekend? Or oh, uh, we do some church announcements, homie. What you got coming up? Anything uh, coming up good? Uh, just keeping these records spinning, spending time with the kids. You know. Nothing on your site. You ain't got nothing going on, bro. Uh, just um, you know, we talking about off mic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. You nothing you want to plug. That yeah. you always be encouraged to do, you know. <laughs> Wednesdays, 1015 Lounge. There you go. DC, Sundays, Gold Room Bar Lounge in DC, you know, Saturdays in Baltimore. Your bass, hookah lounge. Just, just you know, just working, working. Yeah. There you YouTube, go. Instagram, IG, Twitter. What's YouTube called, bro? Uh it's Impact TV. Thank you, because it's not called DJ Academics. It's Definitely not. not. It's called It's <laughs> Impact TV. That's right. That's right. All the interviews is up on there. And I got one that just did a one with Eric Bellinger that's gonna be up on there Monday. There you go, bro. See, it was that hard. Was no. that hard? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, again, I did the review recently on the game born a rap album. You can check out all my social media platforms at Jhar Radio, YouTube, IG, all that good stuff, and you can see that. 
There's also a playlist I did for AURN online called the Cuffing Season 2019 playlist. You can check that out on my site too at Jayhar Radio. That. I saw that. Or you can go to AURN online. You can check that out. It's all the songs for Cuffing Season for people that like to do Netflix and chill or what I like to call the new Disney Plus and Us. Right. Uh, Have yourself a little fun for that playlist, okay? Just, um, just hopefully your account ain't get hacked. <laughs> Um, make sure you follow us on our Twitter at WHMS98. Follow this guy right here at DJ Academics. Make sure you follow me at JHAR Radio. If ain't nothing else, as usual, be blessed and successful, and we'll talk to you soon. We ghosts! It's the Hip Hop Matrix Show!